You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 77. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Do you feel like you have all of your clients' business? Most likely, you don't. In other words, you feel like you could do business, additional business that is, with your clients with additional products and services, but you just don't know how. If so, know this, you are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers have some clients that they could do additional business with, and they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really had a process for creating what I call the ultimate cross-selling system. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting, or you could learn how to help your clients even more by providing additional solutions to the challenges that they have and to some of the challenges that they don't even know they have. And that's what we're going to talk about today so that you can learn a process to help you and your clients even more. So if you're ready to create the ultimate cross-selling system, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to cross-sell to your clients? Well, think of it this way. If your clients have additional challenges to their financial needs, wouldn't you want to help them? And what if you had a system to help them before that challenge actually occurred? And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I want you to understand that if, if you have a process to help them understand upcoming possible challenges, then you can help them be ready for those challenges by having additional products and services, which are actually the solutions. And the more solutions you provide them, the more valuable you are. So we're going to cover three things in this podcast today. First, understanding the ultimate cross-selling system so that you have a stepwise approach for solving multiple problems. Second, how successful financial advisors cross-sell so that you have a system to create clients for life. And third, how successful agents cross-sell so that you have a system for capturing all of the client's insurance needs. Now, before we jump into those three things that we're going to cover in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew how to solve your client's future problems before they even happen? <laughs> would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Understanding the ultimate cross-selling system. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Nobody wants to be sold, but everybody wants to buy. And the reason they want to buy is because they'll buy when they understand why they should buy. And the way you get them to understand why they should buy is by asking them questions to lead them down a path to understand that they have a challenge or challenges and that you have the solution or solutions. You see, if they understand that they have a problem 
or get this, that they have multiple problems or they will have a problem in the future, and that you have, you've had experience over the years helping people with that exact same problem because you know the solution or solutions, then they'll buy from you and they'll keep buying. And here's the best part. If they bought from you before, it's a lot easier for them to buy from you again. Why? Because they trust you. <laughs> Let's take a look at a stepwise approach to creating the ultimate cross-selling system so you can help them to want to buy. Step one, knowing the value of your products and services. Let's face it, no client is going to continuously buy from you if they don't understand how it can really help them. That's why you need to understand the value of your products and services that you provide before you even bring them up. Take Kevin J. And that's not his real name, by the way. A newer financial advisor, client of mine, with five years of experience, who recently decided that he wanted to, to be more specialized. He had made it past the survival stage, which was good. And he managed to build up a business, which is great. Along the way, he gathered assets and, and actually focused mainly on investments for the most part for a number of his clients. And he realized that he had several different target markets. In fact, probably too many. Retirees, pre-retirees, and business owners. And he knew that he had every product available to help anyone, many of which he, he hadn't even offered clients. But he didn't realize the value of his products and services until he decided on a specific target market that he liked the best that he wanted to work with, which is business owners. And he had been a, a business owner himself previously to, to being a financial advisor, so he felt that he could relate to what, what kind of challenges business owners have. And he knew what products and service he, he had that was going to help his business owner clients for any challenges that they were going to have or they have right now. So he understood the value of those products and services. Once he did that, we went to the next step. Step two, know the prospect's challenges. Once you understand the value of your products and services, it's important to understand what challenges they solve. Now, this might sound self-explanatory since plenty of products just speak for themselves. Take life insurance, for example. It solves the problem of protecting, as you know, protecting the client's family if anything happens unexpectedly to the client. Everybody knows that. It's just life insurance. But what about other insurance policies, such as a key person policy or a buy-sell agreement? And if you don't know what those things are or the difference between them, here's what it is. A key person policy is designed to protect businesses from the shock arising from the loss of a valuable personnel. In contrast, a buy-sell agreement is intended to protect the interest of the remaining partners when one of the partners dies, retires, or leaves the business. Now, notice what I said, or leaves the business. So, knowing that you have products and services and knowing the right products and services in the right situation could be two very different things. That's why you really have to know what the challenge is that the client might have. Now, I explained this to Kevin, and he mapped out four possible problems that business owners could have and the solutions, aka the products and services that he could provide. Then we went to the next step. 
Step three, knowing who needs what solution. If you've been in the business for a while, you know that being a one-size-fits-all person is not the way to help your clients at all. That's because all clients don't need all products that you have. Take the pre-retiree, for instance, that doesn't have a business. They wouldn't need a buy-sell agreement because they don't have partners in the business. But at the same time, if you've been in the business for a while, it's important to to get a 30,000-foot view of who needs what solution. And one of the best ways to do this is with a tool that I created called the Client Cross-Selling Matrix. It's just a simple Excel spreadsheet that, that has a column. The first column is labeled Clients. Then the following columns would be every product and or service that you provide. Now, notice what I just said, that you provide, not what the company provides. And here's what I mean. Let's say that your company allows you to do options, okay? But you don't want to do options because along with everything else that you're doing, it just feels like that's a lot to do. And maybe it's not in the best interest of your clients because your clients really don't want to do options or shouldn't do options. Or let's say that you're you're a financial advisor who is life insurance and health insurance licensed as well. You do financial planning, but you provide insurance on the side, but you really don't want to do health insurance. You do life insurance, long-term care insurance, but you know to do health insurance would be just one more thing, so you just don't do it. The point is, don't put it on the cross-selling matrix, the client cross-selling matrix, that is. And it's okay. You don't have to. It's your business. Run it the way that you want to. So I had Kevin create the client cross-selling matrix, and he put all of the business owner clients on one tab. Also, he created a tab for his pre-retiree clients and, and also a tab for his retired clients. Next, he added the columns, client name, and a column for each product and service that he provided or will provide, and finally, a done column. Then, he added the client's names, went across the row, and put an X in each of the product columns if the client already owned it. And finally, he put an O if he thought that they should own it. And he highlighted that O in that box with a yellow highlighter, electronically, that is. And this was an eye-opener for him because he could see all of the clients that he, or that he felt, needed additional products and services to solve problems that they probably will have in the future. So, we went to the next step. Step four, knowing the problem solver's dialogue. Knowing that your clients have or could have a future problem and knowing how to help them understand that and care, that is, are two very different things. This is because most advisors and agents do the wrong thing. They tell clients what to do instead of having them take the time to, to write down the questions and create a question path so that the client can understand what they need to do. The following is a brief outline to create your own client-selling dialogue. And it's important to note that the, the following sub-steps that I'm going to take you through should be taken in order. But the actual dialogue, it's got to be your own. So let's go into these sub-steps when I go into step one. Step one, introduce the topic, <laughs> what you noticed. 
So a lot of times what happens is, is you, you're introducing a new topic or a product to the client that seems awkward. <laughs> that's, that's why an, oh, by the way, phrase is important to use. It's just, quote, oh, by the way, hey, before I forget, unquote, something like that. It's a phrase that you use as an afterthought that can be in, basically an icebreaker if you need to, or it can be a great transition into cross-selling. The point is, when you throw out that, quote, oh, by the way, I noticed that you, you don't have blank, unquote, you're actually starting the process to have that dialogue, the cross-selling dialogue. Step two, reason why, qualifying and questions. See, once you started the transition process, it's important to explain what products or services you're transitioning to. And typically, the client may be reluctant to discuss this because they don't have that product or service with you. Maybe they have it with someone else and they just never told you. Or maybe they've never even thought about it or didn't want to have it. However, that's why you have to qualify them to understand their interest level and or understand if they have this type of product or service with somebody else by asking a simple question. Quote, why is that? Unquote. So here's what I mean. If you start off with, quote, oh, by the way, before I forget, I noticed that you don't have your life insurance with us. Why is that? Unquote. What that does is it takes you to the next step. Step three. Now, step three is our benefits. What's in it for them? You see, once the client explains the reason why they don't have that product or service with you, such as, well, I have life insurance through my work, it's important to transition into some of the benefits of what other clients have gotten from doing this product or having this product or service with you. In other words, understanding what's in it for them is important. And you might want to say something like, quote, you're not alone. Other clients have their life insurance through work too. But what they found was that they were underinsured. Hey, when is the best time to know if you are too? After something happens or before? Unquote. Now we go into the final step. Step four, close. <laughs> close by asking for the desired action. It's simple. See, the final step is really to finish the conversation by asking for the order. And an a simple alternative close is the best thing to do, I think. You see, a simple alternative close is all you need. And it could sound like this. Quote, do you have any time to get together at Tuesday at 3 or Wednesday at 4 to make sure that you are properly covered? Which one's better for you? Unquote. I showed Kevin this process, and we mapped out his cross-selling dialogue. He couldn't wait to get started. But before he did, I suggested that we take the next step. And so we did. Step 5. Know how to handle objections. You might think that all of the clients that you have are going to do exactly what you want them to by getting additional products and services that you provide. The reality is, is they're not. In fact, you must also be ready for the objections because that's what you're going to get. You're going to hear objections like this. I want to think it over. I want to read it over. I want to talk to my spouse. You know, I'm not sure I need additional investments. I'm not sure I need additional insurance. I'm not sure I want to do anything different. It seems expensive. You've heard all of these objections before, and when you start cross-selling to clients, you're going to hear them again. 
That's why you have to know how to overcome any and all objections. In fact, I was in a group coaching session just yesterday when a newer advisor had said, quote, I never thought of being ready for objections, unquote. And I simply replied, <laughs> you have to be ready for objections and all objections that you think you're going to get because you're going to get them. It's inevitable. So you better be ready. So I explained this to Kevin, and he already knew the two techniques to handle objections. They are, number one, the smokescreen technique. And that's if you think that's not the real objection, and it's just blowing smoke, and you're just trying to find the real objection. And number two, the objection resolution model. And that's if you think you found the real objection. See, these two techniques, the smokescreen technique and the objection resolution model, can get you through the objection. Let me explain what they are. The smokescreen technique is really just a simple technique to find the real objection. So you might hear something like this. Well, let me think about it. And that's when you come back with empathy acknowledgement, open-ended question, closed-ended question. And it might sound something like this. I completely understand that you need to think about it. Hey, what is it that you need to think about first? I don't know. It seems expensive. Is there anything else? No, it just seems expensive. So what I just did is found the real objection, which is price. And I believe this person because I don't think they'd make it up. They wouldn't be lying that, no, it doesn't seem expensive when they really think it does. That's why I would go into the objection resolution model, which is just a four-step process. Empathy, acknowledgement, best question, three benefits, and close. And so if I heard it seems expensive, I would do empathy acknowledgement. I completely understand because it's not free. Best question. But do you know exactly what you're getting for the fee that you would be paying? And they'd probably say, well, no, I mean, I'm getting more life insurance. You are. But you're also getting benefit one, benefit two, benefit three. I'd go over three benefits. You're getting the right coverage. You're getting peace of mind knowing that your family's going to be taken care of, and you're also getting whatever benefit three is. And then I'd go into close. Can you see why it's so important to have the right type of coverage? So we role-played this. We role-played both the cross-selling dialogue and handling objections. It didn't take Kevin very long before he started to understand talking to clients is really not going to be a hard thing to do. And it didn't take him long before he started talking to the clients, setting appointments, helping his clients understand that they do have challenges and will have challenges, then that he has the solutions. The only thing left was the next step. Step six, tracking your progress. The only way to really know if a campaign is working is to track your progress. The best way to do this is to simply add notes to your client cross-selling tracker. Then, to take any additional steps by adding new business to the new business strategy list, which is a glorified pipeline report that details what step each prospect and or client is on, and what the challenge might be, and what the solution might be. And really, it's just to help you to be ready to move people through the pipeline. Kevin tracked his progress, and over the course of a few months, his cross-selling campaign contributed to a lot of his new business. But it wasn't the business that was the most important part. It was helping the clients, who never even realized that they had challenges, until he brought it up. 
And now they have solutions. How successful advisors cross-sell. As you can see from Kevin's story, he was successful because he used what I called the ultimate cross-selling system. But what if you want to use a more generic process for any client that you want to talk to? For the past 20 years, successful advisors have incorporated a process called financial life planning. Maybe you've heard of it. And think of it this way. For any life transition that you have had, or are having, or will have in the future, it's going to affect your money. Whether it's going to college, getting married, having children, buying a house, changing jobs, retiring, downsizing your house, or going to a retirement home, it'll affect your money. So shouldn't you have strategies for the short term, the intermediate, and the long term to be ready for those life transitions? Sure you should. And that's where financial life planning comes in. Because when you find out about the client or the prospect's life and plan your investments and your insurance strategies around their possible short-term, intermediate, and long-term life transitions, it's no longer about the product or service. Instead, it's about the strategy. And the product and service, product or service that is, is merely the solution to the challenge that they might have or that they will have during their life transition. So let me tell you a quick story. You see, it reminds me of this client that I had years ago, Mark. That's not his real name. He was a 20-year financial advisor, veteran, when I started working with him. And he had focused on investments and neglected the, the insurance side for years. He just blew it off. He, he wanted to add life insurance, disability insurance, and long-term care insurance to his business, but he didn't really know how. His concern was that his clients viewed him as the, quote, investment guy, unquote. So we worked out a strategy to introduce the concept of financial life planning and doing the financial life planning as really the basis of the story that he wanted to talk about, about how life transitions will affect your money. So we mapped out the story to introduce the subject. And during his client reviews, he introduced the story. And what happened was is that the clients were open to talking about their thoughts or on possible life transitions that they were going to go through or they thought they were going to go through, and even ones that they hoped they'd never go through, such as getting hurt or, or having to go to assisted living. And when he would ask them how they wanted to pay for this, any of these life transitions, and if they wanted to take it out of their retirement savings accounts, most of the clients said they didn't want to do that that they needed a strategy. And that's when he would ask them if they were open to the solution, the strategy, which they were. So he would set an appointment for the following week, recap the possible life transitions that they'd go through and how it could and would affect them and their money. Then he'd simply explain the recommendations and he'd be ready for the objections. Within a few months, he completely transformed his business he helped his clients to have strategies, products and services that they needed. And he felt a lot better about what he was doing because he felt like he was adding more value. And he was. And he was cross-selling the whole time. And you can too. 
How Successful Agents Cross-Sell. So I said that we covered three things in this podcast. First, understanding the ultimate cross-selling system. Check. We did that. Second, how successful advisors cross-sell. Check. We did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how successful agents cross-sell. So you have a system for capturing all of your clients' insurance needs. And let me tell you a quick story about an agency owner that I coached years ago who had three agencies. He learned all of the tools and techniques to make what I call effortless connections, which is really, it's all about increasing your soft skills so that you can connect with anyone, anywhere, anytime. See, the process worked. It worked so well that he wanted me to coach all of his agents in all three locations, and I knew that we needed a group coaching program. And that was what I was going to create. I was going to teach his people how to cross-sell, how to cross-sell more effectively than they had ever done before. In fact, although they worked for a major insurance company, in fact, it's a, it's a company that you'd know if I said the name, they didn't really have a, a universal way to cross-sell, meaning they were all doing it differently. And they weren't getting the results that he wanted. So... I created a six-month group coaching program, and I called it the Advisor Solutions Problem Solver Group Coaching Program. Remember, it's not really about the product or being a product pusher, but about being a problem solver. (laughs) So we solve problems after we uncover the problems, and we do that by asking the right questions. Next, we determined that there were six lines of insurance that made up his business, made up most of his business, that was, and they were auto home, life, umbrella policies, renters, and boat insurance. And then I, I created an Excel spreadsheet that I called the Agent's Edge Problem Solvers Worksheet. This tool has the first tab as an overview of the following. The first column says, quote, forward slash, cross-selling. So it's either a quote or a cross-selling, meaning that the column below was the insurance that the client wanted to be quoted on. And each of the lines of the insurance were on the, on the column. So across the row were each of the, the other products that were the six main products that he did. So the cross-selling part is really about the first column. The first column signified what the other columns were, which were all the lines of the insurance. So here's how it works. When a client would call up and they needed, let's say, an auto policy on their new car, the agent would quote them the auto policy right away, but then open up the agent's edge problem solvers worksheet, which was minimized on their screen. So they'd open it up, and then they would look at the first column, and they'd go down to the auto row, and they'd go across the row to see the number two, meaning the second line of insurance that most people that get auto should probably be quoted on or asked about. And in that column, where it said number two, it was really the life column, which means that the life insurance is, or life insurance is the best possible cross-selling opportunity. But it doesn't stop there. The number two in that box, in that life column, is linked to a separate tab in the Excel worksheet, which are all the questions to take them down a a path to wanting a life quote. But it doesn't stop there either. There's an objection tab 
at the bottom of that page that the agent could click when they get an objection so they know exactly what to say to overcome the objection. And it doesn't stop there. There's a daily and a weekly tracker tab so that each agent could track how many times they tried to cross-sell in a day and then a week and how many times they closed. So what happened to my client? Well, I ran the Agents Edge Problem Solvers Group Coaching Program for six months, and it was so successful that he did it for the year. He did another six months, and his agency was the only agency that had the tool like this in his entire company and most likely in the the entire industry. And as a result, his three agencies increased their production, hit record highs, and helped more clients than they ever had done before. So what does all this have to do with you? Well, if you're a financial advisor, insurance agent, wholesaler, branch manager, or agency manager, and you want to get to the next level, you can. You can do that by having the ultimate cross-selling system. And all you have to do is email me. Email me at dan at Advisor Solutions Inc. And in the subject line, just write, let's talk, and a little bit about what your challenges are, and I'll email you back, and we'll set up a time to talk, do a free session. Because if you do, you'll start to get the process of getting connections, camaraderie, and ancillary learning that you've probably always needed. Also, you'll finally be able to create the ultimate cross-selling system. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business. One solution at a time.